Chaplin. <laughs> Welcome to the market. Hi. Go ahead and park it. Hope that you are starving. Debbie Roots Deep got me thinking it's a parsnip. Every week I get knowledge to go. A year before everyone, how did they know? Figuring how they go college to pros. I pop it on listen and now I'm the pro. I'm still trying to grow. And they do the same. Hundreds of teams, too many to name. And yet they are filtering everything. Only the best, Shane Hallaman Kane. Marketplace, marketplace. Debbie is everything, marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Market Marketplace, marketplace, Debbie is everything marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Debbie Marketplace Podcast. Kane, Shane, and Ellie back with you again. Today we're going to be talking about the fun stuff college football playoffs, coaching hires, the portal. Don't worry, we're going to learn something from Shane. We are going to do our buys and sells, all the fun stuff that we do on every show. But let's just have a hoot. A hoot of a time here. Um, Shane, do you think college football playoffs are locked up right now? I, no, I don't. I think uh, I think both TCU and USC have to win their conference championship to get in. I think Georgia and Michigan are locked in no matter what happens. Do you th- So you think there's still a chance for uh, the Buckeyes to get in? I do. Unfortunately, I don't think they deserve to go. But I think if you know if USC has two losses and both to Utah, like I don't think they can get in, and I don't think the committee or the NCAA really wants TCU <laughs> in, the, in this thing. Like I think they'd rather have the Buckeye draw against Georgia, that I think would make the difference. If they both lose, does Alabama or Tennessee get in? Nelly, you're shaking your head. No. Yeah, I, that, I, know, I think it's a good question. There is so much TCU disrespect just because of the fact that they play in the historically not as good Big 12. It, a one-loss TCU should drop. Like, a one-loss TCU, if if USC loses as well, should get in over, over Ohio State, over Alabama. Uh, the Big 12 this year is better than the Big 10, and it's not even close. Like it's not the Big Ten is so that, that's bad. That's great of what should happen, Ellie. Kane's asking what will happen. Um, and I, you actually can't say that. Do we want to do a Big Ten versus Big Twelve argument right now? Yeah, we right? can. I Michigan have... is better than TCU. No, Ohio State. Yes. Ohio Debatable. State is better than Kansas. State. <laughs> yes, yes State I'll give you that one. Than Texas. No. What? Penn State's awful. Penn State hasn't played anyone good all year. They've lost the games they should have lost, and they beat bad Big Ten teams. Like, Texas has lost the teams they shouldn't have lost to. Uh, they kept it close with They kept it close with Alabama. They kept it close with TCU, and then they lost. Uh, they played Texas really – p- Yeah, that was a bad loss, but it was also a close loss. I mean, Penn State blew out Auburn. Auburn like- stinks. That's that's fine, but they, they kept it close with Alabama for a while too, you know. And that's the third. But I mean, you're right. Penn State is a good team, right? Who's next after that in the Big Ten? Uh, Purdue or Illinois? Purdue and... lost to Syracuse. Okay, do you Illinois know lost to Michigan team? State. Do you know who the fourth or fifth best team is in the Big Twelve? Uh, there's a whole in bunch of Kansas good ones. State. A bunch of good ones. 
Texas Tech was seven and five. Texas Tech is pretty good. Look at who they beat Oklahoma in their out-of-conference State schedule. Was seven and five. They were really good with Spencer Sanders. They were. Yeah. They yeah, look, were. Just look. moving the goalposts. Yeah, that's fine. The the worst team in the Big Twelve is Iowa State by far. They beat Iowa, who is like one of the better Big Ten teams. Uh, Iowa would be sixth or seventh. They were very close to winning the Big Ten West. Except they finished third. But, you know, like, it's fine if you, like, disregard some stuff. And there's no walkover. Like, Rutgers, you can just play whoever you want to against Rutgers. You can do Maryland. Like, Maryland kept it close against Ohio State, which is, like, that's an and indictment Michigan. in Ohio State, and it's an indictment on Michigan. So, so, so if a so if the SMU. bottom of the Big Ten keeps it close, that's bad. If the bottom but, of the Big Twelve keeps it close, it's not. Like that's yeah, the thing. I, I think it's just different. But okay, so the point uh, the the point is TCU constantly gets knocked not for being in the Big Twelve. That's a constant knock yes, of them. Oh, they're the, the best team the in the worst conference. Uh, like the, the same the thing, sh- in the, worst the same thing should apply to Penn or to Ohio State and Michigan. The conferences are at worst equivalent this year, if not big, the Big Ten being but worse. We know that's false. How but do like, we know that's full false? You can look at the teams, what they've done this year, compare the two conferences, and you can say the Big Ten is better. No, you can't. No, that's you can't because you're a TCU stand right now, but you <laughs> haven't cared about TCU in the last like. If you take out everything. I was a diehard TCU fan back in the Andy Dalton days. The Red Rocket. Come oh, on. Yes, back in the Mountain West days. For a season, that was fine. Back but in the like, Mountain West days. No, no. I mean, the the Big Ten, the Big 12 is deeper this year. Kansas is solid. Texas Tech is solid. Oklahoma is solid on their day. Oklahoma yeah, State is like, solid. You're saying, you're saying they're solid when they're going three and six in the Big 12. Because it's a tough conference. No, it's, it's very deep. It is very deep this year. They're all of those teams, teams were that beat on each other. All of those teams were top twenty-five teams in the country at one time or another this year. Does it matter where they were when they got beat? Uh, not as much as when they finished, but the point is more: these are teams that are and, and by that way, are how, solid how they, teams. How they finish? Big Twelve will have three ranked teams, just so you know, and, so and Big Ten. Yeah, exactly. So they're equivalent. We can go with that. They're equivalent. But, you know, two have, like, one has one loss, and there's no one-loss team. That, like, that speaks the, to the parody of the Big 12. <laughs> it's a very – it's deeper. That, that speaks to no over-the-top team other than TCU in the Big 12. TCU, week to. in and week out, played a quality opponent that could have beaten them in the Big 12. Uh Michigan, Ohio State, every single week played walkover games against bad teams. But like Is the Big Twelve, better than the Pac twelve. Uh, I Pac twelve also is pretty good. I think the what? I think it goes the the hierarchy is SEC, and then this year the Pac twelve, the Big Twelve, and the Big Ten are all around the same strength, and then the ACC is just god awful. The ACC is worse than like the American Conference this year. I'm at a loss. Wait, look, I mean, I, I, I think I think if Ohio State and TCU play, like I think Ohio State wins that game. Yes. Right? Neutral field. Uh, They're a better team. 
TCU would score at will on that defense. If Michigan could, TCU is a better offense than Michigan does. TCU might not, even if they win the Big 12 championship, TCU won't win a game in the college football playoff. If they play Michigan, they will. No, they won't. Yeah, they have a better offense than Michigan does. And Michigan has a better defense by ninefold. TCU's don't sleep on TCU's defense. I mean, the problem is if TCU loses to Kansas State, who you know lost to the worst team in the Big Twelve in Iowa State, a parody, parody, right there. That's the goalposts. Yeah, and and I mean, at least Ohio State beat Notre Dame, which I think has turned out to be decent. So it's cool. Look, I think if TCU goes undefeated, they absolutely deserve to be in and be number three, hundred percent. But like you got it, you got to win out. And they're going to lose to Michigan. Yeah, I think. I hope they play Michigan because they they'll come. They'll they, cover. They win. They'll cover. I'll say that. Uh, I didn't. Oh, oh now they're just going to cover, cover the ten points. Any, anything, because, anything to make an argument here because they are better than perception, and Michigan is worse than perception because both of them are are weighed up or weighed down by their conferences history. But I didn't say anything about those individual teams. You said the Big 12 is better than the Big 10. That's not And true. I stand by that. I stand by that. Michigan would beat TCU, and they will. Ohio State would beat Kansas State. Penn State would beat Texas. Uh, Purdue would beat Texas Tech. False. Illinois would beat Oklahoma State. False. Minnesota would beat Baylor. Iowa False. would beat Oklahoma. False. What? Iowa would not beat Oklahoma. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oklahoma yeah. beat Nebraska by like 50 points, and Nebraska just beat Iowa. Like, Iowa is the most confusing team that you can meet. <laughs> well, they're confusing because they're not good. Oklahoma. But people keep thinking so, they're good. But that's parody, right? No, it's them not being good. It's oh, different. So, so I mean, not good only counts in the Big Ten. But if you're talking about teams beating each other, in the Big 12, that's parody. Am I getting this right? I think you're twisting my words a little bit. but <laughs> No, I'm using your exact words and asking you a question. Uh, I'm, I'm with, I have said everything I need to say about this. Yep. That sounds yeah. like I'm right. Uh, let's move over to some coaching hires here. Um, Wisconsin, probably with the biggest land, I would guess. Um, Luke Fickle going to Wisconsin. Um, I, I feel like that's better for Wisconsin than Jim Leonard. I think. I do, like, too. Jim, Jim Leonard, if they could retain Jim Leonard as DC, I totally get it. And I think that'd be a really good move for Fickle to do. Not sure if he's going to, uh, but that would be a smart move. I, I, I think Jim Leonard won't stay I, I mean he wanted that job you know I, I think it's gonna be hard to stay with the guy that took it right but i mean fickle fickle's a really good coach like i, I think he's a good recruiter for cincinnati where you shouldn't be able to recruit anyone and he's he's a good game day coach i think it's a really really good hire same run, you know he's gonna run the football he's gonna play good defense i guess what he does and that's what wisconsin is so yeah i, I like it like, I think yeah. anything's better getting out of the AAC, right, and going to the Big Ten. Like, though Nelly will probably argue and say that the AAC is better than the Big Ten. Like, no, it's just the ACC. Just the no, ACC. well, 
Well, they were they were Big Twelve bound, right? But like Cincinnati I, was. But this is getting this is happening faster, right? You're already going to an established program that's established in the Big Ten. Oh yeah, Wisconsin is the best non-blue blood in the country. Like they're not a national, and they're like borderline blue blood. They're probably not because they they don't have the ceiling ability that Ohio State and Michigan does. But they're like they're one of the winningest programs in the 21st century. It's it's a home run high for Wisconsin. It's like he didn't want to leave last year because Cincinnati was so good last year. But he didn't want to leave because he was. Uh, it seemed as if it was like basically I wouldn't leave for anywhere other than Ohio State. Um, so I think the fact that Wisconsin was able to get him is fantastic for them. I agree. I, it's just a good hire. If you want to talk about confusing hires, uh, Nebraska <laughs> hired Scott Frost. <laughs> or not Scott Frost. Essentially. Uh, essentially, well, they did, Matt, yeah. Matt Rule. <laughs> Matt Rule. And then keep... hired Satterfield from South, South Carolina. Carolina. And they what signed – they didn't just hire Matt Rule. They signed him to an eight-year contract. Matt Which, Rule has to be the best speaker I, in this earth. He, here's my question. He could have sat on his butt for two more years and collected the money, but his contract with Carolina is that if he gets a college job, the college, basically Carolina has to, takes off that money that he would make. So they don't have to pay him anything when he could have just sat there and got that money and i'm like what why why are you going to nebraska he must he must love what he does i guess get get a tv job for two years and then go somewhere better but tired satterfield i think is disgusting like seth has had two great offensive games this year he misused so many weapons on that team for so long and matt roll couldn't but beat a team Bell to save his rb1 yeah yeah this is great you know like, but like which- matt, matt yeah, Matt Rolls, he couldn't beat a ranked team to save his life at Baylor. So. Which coaching hire is worse, Matt Rule going to Nebraska or Hugh Freeze going to Auburn? It's Hugh, Hugh Freeze is the worst He's a one. bad coach. <laughs> and a bad person. And a just, bad recruiter. You, see, they just came out as contracts so that he has to abandon all his social media accounts <laughs> upon hire. Yeah. I'm yeah when you have to include that, that's bad. That, well done, Auburn. Like you have Cadillac Williams, like crying, talking about how he's tried, he's changed the culture these past couple weeks, gotten the guys to go to class that weren't going to class, and and then uh, no, we'll hire Hugh. That I feel like that would have been a solid hire if you just kept it with Cadillac Williams. Like, at least try for a year. I mean, what what are you gonna lose? Yeah, Ugh. I think the I, I think the Matt Rule thing could work out. I don't see Hugh Freeze working out. I I get confused how Nebraska continues to get recruits and never win. Yeah. The, but and this was pre-Scott Frost. Like this has been happening in Nebraska since they came to the Big 10. Yeah, we're past the point of they have the history, right? That's what they hold on to. We're past, like I've never watched Nebraska be good in my lifetime. Like recruits definitely haven't. So like I I just I don't I don't get it at this point. Yeah, Tommy Frazier isn't selling a recruit anymore, you know. Can, can I can I <laughs> also Yeah, can I also for Hugh Freeze uh give the anecdote that at the Liberty game as they lost to New Mexico State, all the Liberty fans started chanting go to Auburn to him. <laughs> so, I think that's beautiful. Like that doesn't feel good. <laughs> 
your own school just like, wanted you out. That's like that's not a good sign. Uh, I I can't emphasize like losing to New Mexico is like a really bad loss. Like that that is a really bad team. Was it New Mexico or New Mexico State? New Mexico State. Yeah. Oh, it was, that's, it was uh, Jerry Kills. It was Jerry Kills team, yes. But so yeah, I think those are the you know, I think um I, like I said, like Noe said, I think role could work out. I think Auburn continues to be a dead space for Debbie, for CFF, for all that. Yeah. What were, I mean, who was that? Were there any good players out of Ole Miss back when Hugh Freeze was there? Uh, I'll have to look at the years again. Not Nothing, nothing super notable, especially offensively. If, yeah. I'm just saying, if I'm Jarquez Hunter, I'm entering the portal. Uh, I don't know if he's getting a job better than than that, especially if Tank leaves. It'd be cool uh, if Cadillac Williams stayed too. I would. There's no way. <laughs> I, I wouldn't would either. But he very clearly loves the program. Yeah, you th- you think Hugh Freeze wants him around? You think Hugh Freeze wants the guy that like? Hugh Freeze has a complex. There's yeah, no way he's kind of like Williams stick around. Well, That's since he doesn't point. have a Twitter account, he's got to have someone, someone to talk playing. shit about. So. Let's see. We have Bo Wallace. Here's here's a question for you. <laughs> Jordan Wilkins. It, will David Shaw get another job, a head coaching job, or will he become an OC somewhere? I, I think he goes to TV. I mean, I don't know if you've watched him on some of the, the um, national championship games, but he's a, he's really good. That's my guess, at least for a little while. Makes sense. Uh, Shea Patterson, Chad Kelly. Van- mm, he's yeah, ripping up the Canadian Football League right now. So that's that's the best players. That, Did he uh, recruit the wide receivers? He recruited Did he recruit DK and AJ Brown and more. Um, just Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson oh. was there. Uh, Evan Ingram was his last year, so that's probably the best. AJ Brown, he recruited. And DK Mack, yeah, he recruited all three. Yeah. So, if you want that. But yeah. Like, the- I suppose, I don't know, do you want to talk about Arizona State hiring Kenny Dillingham? I guess that's the only, like... I think that's a great hire. I think for that's them, interesting. Yeah. And if you want to talk about polar opposite Hugh Freeze, he is—he's already said he's bringing back. He—he's going to do everything he can to bring back the the guy they had as their interim head coach, who's been with the been with the team, been on the staff for a while, to bring him back as a coordinator. That's nice. He's uh, a—I mean, one... that Oregon offense was so good this year, and that was all him. There's just one other uh, person we got to talk about here. Uh, does Dion go P five? He doesn't go to Colorado. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, Props to Colorado, though. Right? You know like, what? I don't think it might be that bad. I don't think it's as bad as you think because USC isn't going to be there. Like the Pac-12 is probably the spot to go to if you want to. Not probably not Colorado, but I think it's a little intriguing because I think you put Shadur Sanders and Kevin Coleman and all those guys on that Colorado team. They might be a top three team in the Pac-12 in a couple years. In a year, you, he's going to have so many good recruits too. 
Yeah, I, I feel like he, he doesn't go this year. I think I think he waits another year. He can do it at a better school than Colorado, though. I don't understand. Are we, are we sure like, that the Florida State head coach should be there? Yeah, I am at this point. He's. I mean, Florida State is good years. Yeah, there's no part of my body that doesn't want Dion back at Florida State. <laughs> that would be so fun. They should get him at Miami. That would be that would be funny. Florida football fans, the state of Florida would just go crazy. I know he, like, he would. It would be so it. funny. Like, yeah, just couldn't do it. Um, should we go to portal talk, or do we need to talk about any of their coaching hires? Yeah, is there anyone else you think gets fired that might be surprised? Like, I, I don't know if there's anyone else that uh, I'm like, oh yeah, they're they're gone. I don't know. He's not going to get fired, but I mean, like, what Mario Cristobal has done in Miami in one year has been awful. They'll give him more time, but like, it, it's I think it's just a matter of time until he's fired. In terms of years, I, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think he's going to be good in a couple. Like, that team was so bad. They are like the personnel was much worse than I expected them to be. Like, I thought they could be a playoff team, but looking at some of the personnel, like, I, I don't think it was a good fit with what he was doing. We'll see if it turns around, but it's fair. It was a really bad year. Uh, yeah, and the uh, the offense at least had some talent. And Josh Gaddis was just... Yeah, I mean... Did nothing Josh with Gattis it. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I don't think that... Like, no need to talk about Willie Fritz going to Georgia Tech. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's kind of fun. To be to be honest, sure, fun in like a haha, glad you did it way. <laughs> you know, not like a, you're they can never, Tech way. They can never be great, like more than average in the ACC. They're capped by similar to Stanford. They're capped with the academic difficulties in terms of getting players in. They like can't recruit their backyard, which is. Super fruitful in talent, but they they just struggle with that. I will say that Willie Fritz has been pretty successful everywhere he's went. I mean, it's where was he before Tulane? Georgia Southern turned that program around. Sam Houston State turned that program around. Central Missouri turned that program around. Then Blinn College, he put them on the map. Mm. Good for him. He seems like a good dude. I've been rooting yeah. for Tulane all year. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll because see. you had Tajay Spears on your team. <laughs> And and Michael Pratt. <laughs> that helps. So which TCU player did you have on your CFF team? Uh, I mean, I have Ken J. Miller everywhere. He's probably my MVP of, of CFF. So and... that's why you care about TCU. <laughs> uh, uh, I've watched let's... a lot of TCU this year. I'm not going to lie. Uh, let's, let's talk about the portal a little bit. Like, I think there's going to continue to be more names that go into the portal over the next few weeks, like things are going to get wild. Um, just from an overall uh, perspective, do you think play the like, players that enter the portal, do you think those are going to be, uh, do you think they'll be on teams faster than kind of any other time? Or do you think it's going to be relatively slow, a slow process trying to figure out where they're going? I, I think with um, with this kind of coming earlier, like I think last year we had a lot, but it, it kind of happened after the season 
you know, at least a lot of it after the bowl games even. I think we'll see some early, not official decisions, but I think it's going to get out there for some of the bigger names, the Trey Sanders, the Dante Thorntons, or like, you know, guys that teams are going to still want to add depth with. Um, I, th- I think it will come a little bit faster. I think it's smart to do it now if you can do it now. And especially for NIL purposes, you know, you want to start to get those offers in, right? People are, teams are going to push for you and give you money. I think that's important. I think one thing that isn't talked about much because some people don't know it. And like, I'm not trying to say that this didn't happen pre NIL because it did. Right. We just didn't really know about it. Um, I know in particular, a certain player at an FCS school has been getting calls almost he got calls this off season. He got calls during the season. So he, you know, we can talk about this off air about who that player is. Uh, But he got a lot of calls of people basically lining up NIL deals for him. If he willingly would just go to their college. Like, and that's just a call out. Right. Imagine if you say the other end of the phone works, you know what I mean? Like, that's got to be a huge difference compared like i feel like some of these people some of these players that have entered the the portal already know where they're going oh yeah there's, there's so, so much, much tampering going on yeah so like i think that's why some of it is going to go quick and i think that's some of it is going to go a little bit slower like for the top guys like shane said i think trey sanders is going to be relatively slow i think trey sanders has had quite a few people probably already reach out to him from many different colleges with nil offers um, and I think he's just kind of waiting for the best one would be my guess. Um, but I know some of these smaller school guys, they definitely had offers. Why do you think Jordan Addison entered the portal at all? Yeah, I mean, it was super late because he, he's getting paid. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, Tucker Crafts, uh, South Dakota State tight end, I think he did an interview this past year talking about how teams were calling him up and asking him to transfer up. Uh, He stayed, but I mean, it's happening for sure. I think we get kind of two categories of these, of these portal guys. We get transfer ups in terms of guys from like from weaker schools transferring to to stronger schools. And we get transfer downs where we have uh, like top recruits who didn't pan out at those top schools going to bottom schools or going to a little bit weaker schools for better opportunities. Um, I definitely, in terms of how we work the portal as like Devi managers at C2, as C2C managers, I like I like those transfer up guys a lot more. Like we 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 saw a ton of success this past year. We saw Jacob Cowling ball out. We saw Corey Rucker ball out. We saw Tyler Hudson ball out. Like it, it was a by and large successful season for the the transfer ups. Uh, yeah, maybe not Corey Rucker, but <laughs> the rest of it. Tyler Hudson, Tyler Hudson at Louisville. Yeah, Antoine Wells. You know, um, wait, did I say Corey Rucker? Yeah. yeah, you did. I no, meant I meant Antoine Wells. Antoine yeah, no, Corey yeah. Rucker was hurt. We, that's not a myth. It was hurt. I was like, I was like, I don't think he played a lot. <laughs> no, no, I was talking about Antoine Wells. And he's I was my thinking guy. About the stop I, I, can, I can give you a few receivers. I think FCS guys that I think are going to transfer up and be like studs. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you Who like you uh, Andrew Armstrong uh, from Texas A&M Commerce, I like a lot. He's like a four-four guy. Um, Daquan Felton from Norfolk State is like is really big rangy and then um from right here in pittsburgh abdul janay from duquesne another like big fast guy i think i think those three are names to look out for receivers 
Yeah, I think this portal season, I think, is going to be really, really exciting. I'm just going to hop on my horse for just just a second. I think it's fun that Minnesota not only beat Wisconsin and then took one of their wide receivers in the same three-day stretch. (laughs) Like, they beat Wisconsin and then took one of their wide receivers. That's a hoot to me. Like, sure, obviously I'm a I'm a Gopher fan, but like I think in any situation that's hilarious. That's pretty good. Like it's pretty like good. you're playing in a vampire league. <laughs> you're like, nah, I beat you. I'm taking someone. You know, like I I think that's a hoot. Um, but uh, let let's talk specific players in the transfer portal. Who are kind of the the main one or two guys that you're looking out for and kind of interested to see where they land. Give me like one Debbie name, one CFF name, if you have it. Um, I mean, I, I could start, I think Debbie wise and, you know, probably a big name for some of us coming out of high school, but I'm interested to see what happens to OJ Johnson, the running back from Texas A&M. Um, I, I really liked him coming out of high school. He, he was a top recruit. He hasn't played much there. And, you know, sometimes it's nice even for Debbie to have a guy, okay, you're not getting playing time, transfer down to a G5 school or something and be able to start. You saw with Jerome Ford at Cincinnati. I think LJ Johnson could have that kind of impact. Um, So he's definitely a a Debbie name that I'm still might be holding on to a little hope uh, that this could be a a good transfer for him. Nelly, who's your Debbie name that you're looking at? Uh, it's definitely one of the more high-profile ones, but it's uh, Dominic Lovett, wide receiver, transferring out of Missouri. Um, a transfer-up situation here, right, where, like, he can enter the portal. I'm sure he's been tampered with a little bit. He knows he knows how much money he can make out there on the open market. He, like, he doubled Luther Burton's production this year. Um, so he has to be pretty good, right? Like, uh, he's going to get he's gonna get called by some of the best teams in the country. I'd like to see him go to Tennessee next year. That's my vote. And that'd be interesting. Um, I'm just going to take the uh, really easy answer. Like, Trey Sanders. Like, for a Devi name. Because if we're looking at a guy that's probably on some rosters already, right? Because it's not like you're dropping Devi players in most leagues. Like, Trey Sanders is probably rostered in, I don't know, in anything more than, like, a three-round per year Debbie draft like Trey Trey Sanders is probably rostered um I think that's a really big one I think this is finally his chance to be the lead back and hopefully you know kind of show what he can do post all these injuries uh that he's had so uh that's really my Debbie name uh Shane CFF wise who's the guy you're looking at um, you know, a player that I like, and I w- once again, I want to see if he transfers down to a school that could give some CFF value is Dante Thornton, the receiver from Oregon. I really liked him coming out of school. And I think he's a player who has the ability to be a starter on, you know, one of these smaller teams that throw the ball a lot. Um, Cause I think you're going to see teams like SMU losing Rasheed Rice in the transfer portal. I think you're going to see, um, even uh, Western Kentucky try to add some players. So, you know, for CFF, a lot of times it is, hey, what's who's going to this offense? Um, and I think receivers going to be a position where a lot of these transfer downs are going to know, okay, I'm going to go a place with production. I think Dante Thornton's going to be one of those. 
Nelly, I'm going to go because I just don't want you to steal this name from me. This seems like a Nelly name, and I don't want you to take it. Uh, for CFF-wise, uh, the guy's name is Daquan Felton. Now, you probably don't know who the heck that is. Uh, he was at Norfolk State. Uh, put up 39 receptions, 573 yards, 7 touchdowns. Uh, he's a 6'3", 200-pound wide receiver that has entered the portal. He's going somewhere G5. Yeah, well, I, is, just, I just mentioned him in the last segment. See? Yeah, like he's, he's going good. somewhere. Like, I, like it, would it surprise me if he got all the way up to like Appalachian State? No. Like he could go somewhere really, really great for the Mac in the Mac, in the AAC, like somewhere that's going to produce just a ton of fantasy points. I, I think he's got a shot to go power five, to really? be honest with you. I think, you know, like we saw with Antoine Wells and with Jacob Cowing, you know, those kind of... Arizona I suppose he's already gotten P5 offers. He's already gotten offers from VTech. Uh, like if you're starting to get one, you're going to get a whole lot more. Yeah. But he is a good CFF team. That's, that's a great name to write down right now because realistically like you're only going to know about them now and then when you're in your c2c drafts where you're drafting 15 rounds of guys he's going to be there around like 13 14 15 because no one is really going to know who he is yeah and you're not going to have that much buzz about him uh, i think he's definitely a guy that we gotta get on all the teams if he doesn't pan out doesn't pan out but you only used like a 14th 15th round pick on him Nelly? Uh, well, I think low-hanging fruit here is Sims, quarterback formerly at Georgia Tech. Uh, I've deemed him the diet Anthony Richardson. Uh, super athletic. Size. Uh, yeah, I mean, in every way possible, pretty much. But, um, you know, just Even like he's growing ability. Super athletic. He's got a strong arm. Um, and just Georgia Tech didn't really help him out with that situation. So if he were to transfer down to like a top G five school, like he could be, uh, he could be a top twelve quarterback for CFF purposes. I, and then uh, I thought Nelly was going to take him, so I didn't take. Him. But Titus Swen, the running back from Wyoming, got kicked off the team and then transferred. And yeah, there's rumors guy, he but... got kicked off because he was going to transfer. I said that as a joke, but I actually yeah. looked into it more. <laughs> And it might be, it seems like it might be true. If a coach did that, that's the dumbest thing you can do. Wow. Like, what? No one's going to come to your school. Like, like, like uh, you know, if you're just going to kick me off or transfer. But, you know, he, he was a really good CFF running back this year, even, and last year more so. It goes to a good spot worth uh, keeping tabs. I think Travion Cooley is interesting, too. Um, I'm not sure if, if we're going to see another, if he, he is obviously not transferring up. I doubt there's a position there. Um, but if he goes to a good P, a good G five school, he's he can just destroy. Like he had over two thousand yards his junior year of high school. Like he can just destroy bad opponents. Um, so look out for that as well. Yeah, Shane. Uh, there's one. Sorry, I just want one more FCS guy who I'd love to see. He's not in the portal yet, but he's just been for four straight years. He's been incredibly productive. Is uh, Xavier Gibson from Stephen F. Austin? He's like two times Walter Payton Award finalist, which is like the best player in FCS. 
I he I think he could play, and he I would love to see him take a grad year rather than I, go to the draft. I think he's going to the draft, but okay, not not official yet. So, but just yeah. But if not, I'm with you. He's he's really good. Shane, you want to teach us something? Yeah, yeah. I'll do a little history minute here about the uh, Russo-Japanese War, which is you know a war everyone loves. Uh, but back back in uh, back in the day. Right, it was kind of an infamous war over land and stuff in the early 20th century. But uh, a specific incident uh, that I think is fun and interesting and worth looking up and going down the rabbit hole of some of this with with Russia, the Dogger Bank incident. Um, Basically, Russia was losing to Japan. So they sent this Baltic fleet by the czar to go kind of west and down around Africa to get to Japan. But like they were super paranoid. This Baltic fleet was super paranoid that Japan was going to ambush them somewhere in the world. So, you know, they were kind of looking behind their backs. And when they were in British waters, there was this group of fishing boats that showed up out of the fog and they just freaked out and started firing at them. Um, they, They sunk one of the fishing boats, but actually damaged two of their own ships by firing at them, some of the some of the shots were so bad. Britain almost declared war on Russia over this, um, and then, you know, just like this this paranoia forced almost created a whole like world war in 1900 before World War One even happened. It's crazy to me, but it, it gets deeper. There's some crazy things with this Baltic fleet. If you go down the rabbit hole, um, they picked up like exotic crocodiles and snakes. And had them on their ship. They uh, got attacked by sharks because their refrigeration failed. They threw all the meat off their ship. And sharks started attacking them. It's a wild story to uh, go down if you want. Well, I know what I'm doing instead of sleeping. Uh, let, let's dive into our uh, our buy, sell, and unknown stock here. Um, Ellie, you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first here. Um a name I'm going to buy is uh, Ollie Gordon, running back at Oklahoma State. Uh, I think it went pretty unnoticed, but this past week he had his first 100-yard game as a true freshman there. Um, that's a pretty run-heavy offense. You guys know I love the Big 12. Um, talked about a little bit earlier. Everyone but, uh, knows now. <laughs> but uh, what they needed this year was a good running back, and, and they didn't have that. So Ollie Gordon can step into that next year. He's a big dude. He's like 6'2", 200-plus pounds, can catch the ball too. Um, so on the back of that mini breakout, I'll buy him. Um, let's see someone who I am selling. Um, uh, Jojo Earl is, is someone who I continue to hold out hope for, and I have a couple shares left and I think I've, I'm going to give up now. Um, hopefully before everyone else has given up. Um, before that value drops off completely. I just think at this point, it's too tough for him to break. He can break into the rotation, right? But he's never going to be a stud. Uh, and I think that's what you need. Um, so so I'll be selling him. I know I've talked a bunch about Alabama wide receivers in the past, and I've tried to kind of shuffle through that. But that's that's the conclusion I'm, I'm coming to on JoJo Royal. Unknown stock, uh, Donovan Edwards, massive game this past week against Ohio State. I know Kane loves him. I've loved him in the past. Um, 
I am not convinced that he's someone who can do what he did this past week every single week. I think that was out of necessity this past week against Ohio State because they didn't have any depth in that backfield at Michigan. I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan hit the port, brought in a bigger back to complement Donovan Edwards. But I also really like Donovan Edwards. He's a great receiving back. Um, so maybe he's a sell high off of this. Maybe he's just really good and he did something like this was his like his like show out breakout. I don't I don't really know what to do. Shane, you want to go or you want me to? Yeah, I can go real quick. Um, my my buy is Katron Allen running back for Penn State. I think I would give up Nick Singleton for Allen plus. Like I don't think they're that far apart. Uh, I think they're going to split next year, and people are just ignoring him because of the pre-year hype for Singleton. So um, I'll continue p- pounding that drum. My sell is Luther Burden, the receiver from Missouri. He's staying at Missouri. I think you could trade him and get Troy Franklin from Oregon, one of Nelly's guys there. Um, I'd even try to just get Evan Stewart straight up. I don't know what Stewart's going to do this season, but I think anyway, Missouri's just not going to be great. And I just don't know if Burden ever hits his heights. And my unknown is uh, Braylon Allen, running back for Wisconsin. Some rumors out there, maybe transfers to USC or transfers to another school with the Luke Fickle hire at Wisconsin. Could be good. But if he stays at Wisconsin or goes somewhere kind of meh, I think he could lose some traction in this 24 class. I'm a little scared of that. So I, I don't know what to do. My buy this week is a uh, 2025 running back. Uh, Trevor Etienne like he has been good and I think if if like I I don't mind Shane talking about Katron Allen like he's been good too I think Trevor Etienne like besides Quinchon Judkins might be this might be playing the second best football of any 2025 running back like he's been playing really really well down in Florida Um, when they've needed a play they they Put the ball in Trevor Etienne's hands um, and just let him go. Like, he's been really, really good. My sell is Michael Pinnock's. Um, If people want to keep talking about him potentially going in the first round, trade for him. Like, I don't think he is a first-round talent. Uh, I'm not even sure he's a second-round quarterback in the NFL draft. Um, so if anyone wants to give me the value of that, I'll happily trade him away. No problem. Uh, my unknown stock is a 23 wide receiver. That's Jalen McMillan. Um, I like Jalen McMillan a lot. I'm, I'm, I have a feeling like the NFL is going to like him, but he's going to be hit a little bit in the fantasy community because he got outshined by Romeo Dunze. Like he did fine, but I think there were a few times where we wanted him to really take that full next step. And this is the only step forward we got from him was this year. Right. Um, I like him a lot, but you know, I think it's going to be difficult for him to get that top 100 capital. Um, but wouldn't surprise me if a team takes a shot on him. That is it for us here at the Devi Marketplace. Uh, make sure you join the Discord completely free. Get in there. We're going to start doing rookie mock drafts. We're going to do more Devi drafts as we get ready for the offseason. So check all that out. Uh, just remember, uh, 
we appreciate every single one of you and thanks so much for listening.